Good Risings, I'm Marie Burns-Holzer, and this is Spoonful of Spirituality. Yesterday, we talked about the power of words and how the language we use becomes a framework for our perception of life. What I've come to love so much about language is that it is a living thing. People just make up words, and then they become so commonly used that they become officially recognized. Shakespeare is credited with inventing, or at least being the first to document, some 1,700 new English words, with many still in use today, like bedroom, critic, gossip, kissing, and traditional. English is well known for its seemingly infinite ways of saying essentially the same thing, but with different shades of nuance. We can say that something was bitter, somber, wistful, mournful, gloomy, or troubled, all of which are synonyms for sad. (laughs) The English language has become the language of nuance, of shades and variations in a truly unique and even global way. But there is beauty in hyper-specific language as well. Russian, German, and Japanese are all well known for their love of super-specific words. The German word kummerspeck literally means grief bacon and describes putting on some weight due to sadness, anger, or worry, like after a breakup or, say, during a pandemic quarantine. True to form, Russian has a word taska, which is often translated as melancholy, much to the chagrin of Russian writers. In fact, the Russian-American author Vladimir Nabovkov described it this way. No single word in English renders all the shades of Tosca. At its deepest and most painful, it is a sensation of great spiritual anguish, often without any specific cause. At less morbid levels, it is a dull ache of the soul, a longing with nothing to long for, a sick pining, a vague restlessness, mental throes, yearning. In particular cases, it may be the desire for somebody of something specific, nostalgia or lovesickness. At the lowest level, it grades into ennui, boredom. This all feels very close to the Russian heart. On the other side of the spectrum, one of my favorite hyper-specific Japanese words is yungen, a word that describes the deep emotional awareness when you suddenly feel the immensity of the universe. Perhaps my favorite Japanese phrase is one of that also feels like a personal attack. Sundoku combines two words, tsumu, to pile up, and doku, to read, in order to describe when you buy a bunch of books and then pile them up in your home, unread. It's also a clever pun because it sounds like the phrase sunda oku, which means to pile up and leave. I do appreciate a good pun when I'm being so clearly called out. It's so funny how the words that we make up and use tell us so much about the people who use the language and what they feel is important to express. So as you go through the day, notice the words you use. What feelings dominate the language? How can you use your language to keep yourself in alignment with the way that you want to interact with yourself and the world at large? I'm Marie Burns Holzer, and you can find me at Marie Burns Holzer on Instagram and TikTok. Thank you so much for listening today. 
If you enjoyed this episode of Spoonful of Spirituality, please be sure to check out the other Good Risings offerings available in our feed. Now go be excellent to yourself and to each other. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio.